to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 and give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. I just have to say this because I can't stop thinking about it, so I have to say it out loud, then I'll stop. So this morning I had my grandkids with me on the way to church, and our thing we do every Sunday is we try to get out of the house on time so we can go get McDonald's. So we went through McDonald's. I have the little app on my phone. This is totally a commercial for them, right? So I have the app, so I get a 99 cents premium coffee any size I want. So of course you don't go small. You go big when you get a deal, right? Am I right? Got the large vanilla sugar-free iced coffee. So kids are set. I'm like, okay, we're running tight on time. Everybody's going to eat while we're driving, right? So they're good, good, good. Got the orange juice. Everything's where it needs to be. We're driving. I'm at the red light, and I grab my iced coffee. I didn't even get it to my mouth, and I feel dribbles down the front of my white shirt that I chose to wear today. So I have dots. So if you're seeing colors... It's not your eyes. It is actually my shirt. So the next time you see me wear this, it will either be white because I got the stain out or I just dyed the whole thing brown so that it matches, right? So there, I said it. It's out there. Yes, I'm messy. So here we go. I was five years old, maybe four years old. I didn't get a hold of my sister to confirm, but I can remember that because my sister is just a little less than two years younger than me. She was in a stroller. And I'm with, uh, I'm assuming, I see in my mind, I don't even know where my mom is, but I'm assuming she's pushing the stroller because my dad has my hand. And we're at the Milwaukee Zoo, and we're walking, and I hear a noise I had never heard before. This noise was so loud, it reverberated within my little personhood. My whole body was shaking, and I'm like, Daddy, what was that? And he's like, that's a lion. I'm like, wow. Now, my sister was crying in the stroller. I saw other kids running the other direction, like they were scared. And I look at my dad, I'm like, why does it do that? And he tells me, they just want to let you know he's awake. I'm like, cool, let's go see him, right? I'm like, I'm on hunt for the lion because I want to know who and what can make such a loud noise like that. Now, through the research I was doing, because I, I looked it up, because there's things that you hear growing up, and you're like, you just assume they're true, but I, I have now come to learn with Google that I don't really know as much as I think I do. So I actually looked it up, and it said that it was true, that a roar of a lion with the right conditions can be heard up to five miles away. That's how loud it is. Now, when Michael first learned to play drums, he played drums today. Yay, Michael. Um, in, in the church stage that we were performing on, that we were singing on, um, 
we didn't have a drum shield, and Michael was a fan of music with a lot of drumming. And so it was loud, okay, so loud that like my ears would be ringing. But the other singers would be like, I can't stand like, hey, that's my son. I'll stand right next to those drums and hear them ring. You know what? Sometimes we hear sounds and we may not understand what it is and where it's coming from. But there is a residual effect even as you walk away from that sound. So, okay, going back, I passed all that. My sister was crying. People were running. There we are. Okay. So, there are so many things that are fighting for your attention, especially in today's culture, right? I mean, I pick up my phone and I have notifications, not just from church center, which I'm really grateful because sometimes people post prayer requests and I like to keep up and and be actually involved and pray for those things. But also, there's Facebook and there's Instagram. I signed up for LinkedIn. Who knew so many people might want to hire me? I don't know. I've I've got like all these notifications coming in all the time. Now, what about the millions of dollars that are actually paid to people, personalities, or corporations to try and keep your attention even for one minute? The millions of dollars for one commercial of Doritos during Super Bowl to get your attention But immediately, as soon as I said that, you know what I was talking about. It worked. There are millions of dollars, right? Well, in the spiritual realm, there is also a fight for your attention. See, we operate and we live in what we can see and what our senses tell us, but I want to relay to you and maybe pull back the covers a little bit that there is a spiritual realm in which we live in that we don't see with our physical eyes, but it's just as real as what we see every day. We talk about and we sing about an almighty God, the creator, the one who loves you, that sacrificed his own son to have relationship with you, to restore the goodness that he created you for. And we sing about those things, but just as real, there is an enemy, there is a foe that is out to destroy you. In John chapter 10, Jesus' own words said that there is a thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. There is a very real fight for the wellness of your soul. Now, whether you want to give him a name or you think the devil sounds funny or, or some of you might have heard about Lucifer is another word that they use, but I'm just going to call him today evil for the lack of any other big word and without getting into theological debates about any of it, I'm just going to call it evil. But there is a fight for your soul and for the attention of your thoughts. Um, I, I wanted to relay this to you. And I'm really trying to hear God as I talk about this because here's my goal, my heart. I do not want to instill Fear into any single person. Because God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. That is not God. And if you deal with fear on the regular basis, there is relief from that fear because God doesn't want you to live in that. So here's a shameless plug. 
September 22nd and 23rd is Freedom Weekend. If you haven't gone, or maybe you went a year, two years ago, and, and you need a refreshing fear is starting to take a grip one more time, I would say get to that group. But I'm jumping way ahead. That's not even in my notes yet. So let's, let's get back here. Um, okay. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Now, the other thing is, is that there's extremes. When we talk about the enemy of our soul, that sometimes there's an extreme of what we go to that I've heard growing up. When I'm, well, I don't want to say how old I was, but I was really young. And uh, there was a, a guy, now they've made a meme of him, but his thing was all the time, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. As if there was an excuse for my actions and what I chose to do because, oh, the devil made me do it. Not biblical in any way. The Bible says that we're drawn into sin and drawn away from God by our own desires and the things that go on inside of us. Devil just has the power to offer it, right? It's available, but it's, it's really the choice is yours. So the devil can't make us do it. But then there's the other extreme that ever, everything that happens is, oh, that's the devil. Oh, that's demons. Oh, that's evil. Oh, let me put up garlic because somehow or another garlic's going to scare away evil stuff. I don't know. I mean, it might help with a cold, but with spiritual things, it, it has to be a spiritual thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so back here. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5. <clears throat> and Peter is giving us instructions And it says in verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Here's a couple things, and I'm going to try and bring all this together. First off, it says that we're supposed to humble ourselves. I've heard so many people say, um, God is humbling me, and I don't think that's true. I think circumstances may offer you the opportunity to be humbled but you can harden yourself under pressure or you can surrender and humble yourself to what God is doing. So number one, we get to humble ourselves because under God's mighty hand, he lifts you up. So it's not about getting tougher so I can strive and pull myself up. No, it's about surrendering in humbleness, humility, Confessing you have coffee on your shirt. Humility, right? Humility. And then cast your anxiety. How many of us, myself included, I'm going to put my hand up first. How many of us every morning wake up and pick up a bag of anxieties as if that was my duty for the day? I get out of bed, put my slippers on, and go pick up the anxiety. Well, I guess I got to do this today. As if I could change one single thing on this whole earth without God. And it says cast off. That word cast off is literally throw it off. 
throw off the anxieties. Why? Because you got to be alert. You have to be looking. Because there is a roaming line looking for opportunity. His roar is not his attack. His roar is to see if he gets a response out of you. If you acquiesce, if you give in to the fear of the lion's roar, as a little kid, I can still remember that feeling. It was shaking my body, literally. If we give in to that anxiety, if we start picking that up one more time, we then give opportunity for that enemy to take move against you. Now, I'm not going to go into a whole teaching. I have 15 minutes, and no way am I going to be able to really explain possession, oppression, and just being basically bothered by evil spirits. But it's real. Again, not to live in fear. Because you are more than an overcomer. And the Spirit of God is within you. If you humble yourself before God, casting off your anxieties that this is not going to move me, then the roar of your finances will not shake you. The roar of the pressure of work and what you have to perform won't move you. The roar of relationships and the demands that it's requiring of you no longer has that pull to make you run in the wrong direction. Coming to God, surrendering these things. I made this note as I was in worship because it just came to me. I'm like, wow, that's, that's so true and so powerful. I've watched enough geographic shows to know that the enemies, the cougar, the lion, the, the whatever it is that are chasing the animals, the antelopes, it's always the antelopes, right? Those poor antelopes, always on the run. The cheetahs are chasing them, the lions are chasing them, but... The thing is, they always tell you they try to separate one away from the rest of the herd because now it's vulnerable and it's easy for attack and then they all come and consume that, that poor antelope, right? So no matter how fast it is, it's alone. I would like to encourage you, for lack of better words, get yourself into a small group. Get connected to people. Maybe online, there's reasons and there's purposes why you're at home watching, but get connected to people. Make a comment within the, the, uh, church, the apps so that you can interact with other people. But don't be alone because it does make you a targeted prey. So here's my question for you. And what we're doing, those of you who haven't been here yet on a Sunday, and we're, we're now at the end of these, but we're doing shorter messages to give everybody an opportunity to share and answer a question in a groups of two or three. So we're going to put this question up on the screen. And those of you that are online, I invite you to be a part of this as well. Please interact, make your comments be known, get on the phone and talk to somebody. But here's the question I have for you, and I would love for you Please, again, I already talked about being alone, right? Don't make me say it two times. Okay, so here's a question. Where in my life have I allowed the roar of the enemy to overwhelm or consume my thoughts and decisions rather than trusting God? 
and how, who, what, or where can you connect back to God's protection? Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.